Well, good evening, everybody. So glad you could join us. Spin on golf here Sunday night, 760 WJR, as Mr. Big Boy said. Uh, Mike Fay, yours truly. We are at the beautiful DGC, home of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Uh, we are a mere seven weeks away. Man, it creeps up on you. Really looking forward to it, as always. BC is at the U.S. Open. Jordan is at the Michigan Open. And, guys, just a week ago we were talking about how we could have done a two-hour show. Um, the week in golf, this past week, we could do a three- or four-hour show. Are you kidding me with everything that's going on? I mean, just where BC and Jordan are at tonight as well. So I guess with that being said, where do we even start tonight, fellas, and how are you? I think uh, we have Jordan in BC. I'm here. Yeah, Jordan, where do we even start tonight? How you doing up in Traverse City? I, I don't know. I, last I heard, you were trying to negotiate a three-hour show, not a two-hour <laughs> show. Uh, all is good here. It's beautiful. It's sunny. It was a little chilly when I got out of the car at about 1230. But, uh, yeah, it's looking good. Uh, staring over at the tower here at the Michigan Open. I think this is my 25th Michigan Open. Wow. And uh, I can honestly say I don't think I have a good chance of winning this year or any other <laughs> year, but uh, I'm participating, and that's that's a good thing. Uh, and BC, of course, you are out in Massachusetts. Set the scene for us there. Yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. Uh, I walked the golf course before James got here, and uh, <laughs> it's going to be a brute. Uh I don't know, 7,700. The rough's not up as much as I thought it was, would be, but um, uh, the fairways are running out pretty fast right now, so your ball will inevitably run into the rough uh, just about every hole if you don't hit the perfect, exact perfect line. A lot of quirky um, blind tee shots, some quirky blind tee shots, and uh, a lot of tilts to the greens here at the Open this week. No kidding. Oh, something to look forward to and something that we're going to be talking about uh Quite a bit next week. Uh, guys, uh, live. It happened. There are so many things from what happened on the golf course to what happened off the golf course. Uh, literally, I've been waiting all week to hear each one of your take. Uh, Mike Fay, uh, I know you and I were talking about it with uh, Chris Renwick, but um, this isn't going anywhere. We all better get used to a world where live golf is a part of the golf world i'm a free agent yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm a free agent absolutely yeah what, did, what you did you get the think? call mike did you get I, the call i didn't i want to let everybody know in detroit that i did not get the call i'm a little disappointed <laughs> what did you think what, what what was your gut reaction to, to I, I mean you can pick whatever you want. There were so many things that happened. Uh, obviously, I'd like to to keep it with the golf, but what's your gut reaction to this first week? Um, I think that it's definitely different. I think it will get the attention of younger viewers, honestly, right? Yeah. I really do. And the different format is definitely cool. You know, I think it'll be fun for them. It's more team, right? Yeah. And we haven't seen that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, I think it'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch. Jordan, what 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 was your take on everything? I watched. I watched. It was a nine o'clock start. I had it on at the at the course there while I was teaching, and everybody was kind of interested. Um, obviously, I was watching James and, and Danny, and go, those guys go to work. And uh, it was pretty cool. The flickering uh, scoreboard on the left it took me a day and a half to figure it out, but um, maybe a little work in progress there. The team thing, yeah, it's, it's like kind of cool. Um, the guys seem to be they were treated like royalty. Uh, you know, I, it's a tough take. I, I've heard so many different takes from Shambly to, to Phil's take to DJ's take to the Golf Digest take to you name it. And uh, I think, you know, the thing that stands out the most is John Rahm made $7.7 million last year as the uh, top of the leaderboard for the FedEx. And, uh, and some guys made, you know, $4.5 or $5 million last week. And I think guys just want to get paid possibly what other professional athletes are being paid around the globe, basketball, baseball, maybe not so much hockey, football, Cooper cup, 80 million, three-year deal. Uh, and my math says that's more than 25 million a year. And uh, the top guy in golf was 7.7 last year. So I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that that's all of it, but that's just one of my takes. BC, what what jumped out to you about uh, I guess week one, if you will, of live golf? Well, my um, my projections were correct. They were going to treat the players over the top, and they put on a heck of a show. And um, James, when I met him today in the locker room, was all smiles and said it was just over the top awesome. And uh, I mean, that's my con. That's that's my comment on it. Um, I'm glad that James got a place to live and someone's given him that opportunity and um, money to take care of himself. If James plays well, he's going to make money anywhere, but this, this certainly gives him a better platform for us to slowly progress him to the next level. And uh, uh, thanks to those guys on the live for uh, giving and treated James and, and Dan, just uh, unbelievable. Just one story after another on the range here. But um, I, I think it's all thumbs up. And uh, I'll put it out there that there will be a merger soon. I'm pretty sure. No kidding. Yeah, I. I you know what? It, it is one of those things. That if if somebody, we were talking to Chris Renwick about this. If you think that this is going anywhere, you're not paying attention. They are not. They're not going anywhere. There's too much money invested in this. Uh, Jordan, I know you wanted to 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 kind of piggyback on that, but I I think you'll agree with me that. This isn't going anywhere. The question is going to be, to BC's point, how can there be some kind of coexistence? I'm not, I'm not a huge historian in golf, but I do think that this past week or two will be historic in the way it's going to change golf for the next 15, 20, 30, 50 years. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. I hope it's good. I mean, that's all I want for golf is it for it to be good. But this is interesting. It's exciting. It's something we've never seen before where there's, you know, different groups taking sides. And like BC said, there's more down the road. What's going to happen with the LPJ? Is there going to be a, a women's live tour? Is there going to be what else? I even joked today. Is there going to be a Michigan live tour? <laughs> That'd be cool, right? Maybe we'd get the call, right, Mike? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> 
I made the joke. Listen, if you, if you, if you need somebody to fill the field, I can go shoot thirty over. Yes, are, are you, I have no problem I'll shooting come thirty over for you. Uh, you. Absolutely, I'll take care of you. Know, hey, you might make four grand there. That'd be all right. Uh, yeah. I'll take it all day, no doubt about it. Uh, oh, by the way, there was a PGA event t- today over in Canada. Good day for Canada, huh, Jordan? Oh, Canada. We'll, we'll get into that in just a little bit. Uh, uh, some history made on the champion side as well. As I mentioned, we have a special guest coming up at about 735. Uh, AJ Newell kindly joining us is you are listening to Spin on Golf. We are from the beautiful DGC, the home for the Rocket Mortgage Classic, coming up seven weeks from now. I can't believe it, but we'll be here hopefully talking to or about the latest champion of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Don't go anywhere more. Spin on golf next here on 760 WJR. Welcome back in uh, once again, live from the beautiful DGC here in Detroit. He's Mike Fay. I'm Sean Belegian. At the U.S. Open is BC. At the Michigan Open is Jordan Young. Always want to give some thanks and props and shout outs to the guys behind the scenes. Appreciate uh, Nick Roddy. The executive producer, Mike Parsons here, the on-site producer, and Jason Fistler, our studio engineer. RBC today, I was uh, talking to Jordan about this during the break. Good news, Justin Rose. You shoot a 60. Bad news. You finish five strokes back. And uh, BC, this goes back to something that you were talking about a few weeks ago. You wanted to see some lower scores and i i think the rbc canadian open was providing a little bit of that today i'm not sure if bc's uh in or not but Um, bc if you're there go ahead yeah if if not uh it looks like his mic is muted so i'll I'll defer to you jordan young yeah i mean you know we were i was on the course and just checking out uh some scores i played with uh chris ross who's a fellow canadian and he actually played his first Canadian Open at at the course that was hosting there. Uh, uh, he said it was awesome. The rough is, you know, usually really long. But, yeah, the, he said, wow, Connors is like eight under. I go, wow, is, is he moving up? He goes, no, the other guys are like nine and ten. He said, Rose is ten under. I had to look at the scoreboard, and he was 11 on the day. And then as soon as we looked, of course, he made a bogey. So the guys were lighting it up. The greens, I guess, were great. Uh, guys were hitting fairways, I assume, because the rough was pretty nasty. And in the end, Rory uh, came out. A couple guys made bogeys coming down the stretch. And Fino made a bomb, I think, on the last hole from about 30, 40 feet to uh, solo second. It was it was exciting. The rink was the, the coolest part, I thought. And the guys wearing the jerseys trying to do their best. And it got a little rowdy there at the end. But Very uh, excited to be out of COVID, yeah, I think, yeah, to be honest. They were. <laughs> well, you know, Canada, they've been in COVID for about three or four years now. Right, not, right. Not like the rest of us. But, right. uh, yeah, they were a little pumped up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike, Mike, you brought up that point very early on tonight uh, before the show started. Uh, if we thought that things were uh, a little over the top here, um, boy, take a look at what, happened in Ontario and, yes. and, and in Quebec. Mm-hmm. It was really bad. I yep. I think some people are just happy so to be out. Like, yes, they are very happy to be out of the house. 
Yeah. And that's what it looked like tonight. <laughs> they, it's funny because they can still drink beers at home, but I guess it just wasn't social enough for them. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Justin Thomas uh, put a, a scare into Rory. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think they were both at 16 under. Was it the 14th? Uh, I was in route, to, and then uh, Rory pulled away. And as you mentioned, Finau finishes uh, second at 17-under. Of course, Rory wins at 19-under. Uh, JT at 15-under. Sam Burns and Justin Rose at 14-under. Uh, just an outstanding way to to get ready to head to exactly where BC and James Pyatt are right now, and that's in Massachusetts for the U.S. Open next week. Yes, it is. What you what jumped out to you about the uh, the, the Canadian Open, the RBC Canadian? Uh, Open? I was insanity. I was waiting for James to come in, so I sat on the couch in the locker room this afternoon, just watching. I'm like, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they got to the back nine, fourteen, and like the skids came off of everybody. Yeah. Um, but, uh, who was who was the the kid that finished with a double bogey? Poor guy. Missed the open exemption by a shot. Oh, no. Um, but he was leaking oil coming in, and JT was leaking oil. But even McElroy missed a couple three-footers there the last few holes. And it was like, what, what just happened? These guys were going insane there at the turn, and then all of a sudden they hit the skids. But how would you like to make 13 threes and not win the tournament and not even have a chance of winning the tournament today? Unbelievable. Uh, that was it was cool to watch, and a lot of the guys were in there. I was sitting with Tyrell Hatton in there, and he's his his colorful personality. <laughs> he's screaming at the TV. F more, F more, F more, F more. ABC, what's the uh, what's the what's the mood like there today with uh, some of the guys coming from Live, and then you know obviously the USGA. Um, I'll agree with the USGA. USGA's like, uh, you know, Jenny and Robbie were there to greet us and, um, all good. You know, they're like, Hey, these guys qualified to play here. We welcome them with open arms. That was it. That's all they said. Um, they, uh, the guys that were rolling in, you know, Phil was here already. Phil walked with a wedge and a putter and walked the golf course already. And then, uh, Kevin now was here. Kevin, he, he might've played more than nine holes, but, uh, they, they were they were pretty happy, smiling people when they came rolling in the locker room. That's all I can say. Anything you can share about James's experience? Uh, you know, was meeting some guys and schmoozing with some of the boys. No, he he said it was all positive. Even 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 playing with Phil and getting some you know the you know feedback of what's going on. You know, with um, some of uh, even like Phil's wedges and but not really. I mean, James. James didn't really share that much about it. He just said it was just an over-the-top experience. And, uh, I mean, yeah, he said it was really easy sitting with the boss of the LIV and Sergio and uh, DJ at the uh, at the party. So yeah. he, I would imagine with that great intimate of a, of a group, right, you've got maybe less than half the field, say like a one-third field, that you're going to spend more time with these guys and they're going to open up a little bit more than, than maybe you would at – uh, U.S. Open or something like that, and that's a huge right. opportunity of learning and educating, and and just you know, I mean, it's just like a sponge fest there. So hopefully, well, he took I, advantage I, of that. Yeah, I think so, and it it just seemed like you know he got in front of the right people to you know do the media presentations and how to act and how to not that he doesn't know how to do that. He's really good at it anyway, but 
you know, with what's coming at them, I think they uh, put them through some great schooling and um, how to be calm and how to take care of stuff on the golf course. Because when it comes to the States, it's going to be a different atmosphere altogether, unfortunately. But um, I, I think he got all that, which it takes players usually years to learn that. Nobody really teaches you that unless you're in front of a microphone. So I think he got that, starting to get that under his belt. So, you know, makes him more comfortable. All the background noise can start going away for James, and he can just start playing golf. Well, Mike, as you pointed out, uh, not only was it a historic day off the, the links, mm-hmm. but uh, today on the links, I mean, there were some great stories today. I mean, uh, where, where do you want to start with some of the great things? I mean, it seemed like every tournament today had a little magic, so to speak. It was. Uh, well, let's start with the Volvo car uh, Scandinavian mixed a very unique event. First time we ever did this with uh, Annika Sorenstam and Hendrik Stenson mm-hmm. heading up this DP World Tour event where you've got men and women playing together against each other. Never heard of that. And we had Lynn Grant coming out shooting 64 in the last round and beating Hendrik Stenson by nine shots. That's quite exciting. That's a whooping. That is a weapon. Big time weapon. <laughs> the Arizona State Sun Devil, and she's a rookie on the LPGA Tour this year. Uh, played fantastic. So uh, it was a big deal. It was really cool over the weekend to watch Annika play because we don't get to see her play very often. And uh, that was fun to watch. On the LPGA Tour, the ShopRite Classic at World Famous Down by the Shore in, where is it at? New Jersey. Again, they play. <laughs> As we say in the New Jersey Sun Devil land. Brooke Henderson won a playoff over Lindsay uh, Weaver-Wright with an eagle on the 18th hole of the playoff. It was nice to see that Brooke uh, got her driver cut down, Jordan, and found the winner circle again. That's Very a whooping. Nice. That's a Canadian whooping. Good Canadian. kid from Smith Falls, Ontario. That's right. A goalie, too. She's a goalie. Put yes. her there. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that was Good pretty for cool. She shot 64 today and uh, won the playoff. She's been kind of laying low for a while. You know, yeah. she's been kind of laying in the weeds. So hopefully she's going to bounce back here and have a great year. Yep. Once, go, once again, Lydia Ko up there tied fourth. And uh, Brittany Lang. Let's see. I don't know. I'm going farther down for our favorite here, Sean. I don't see her. I don't Uh-oh. see her. She's a long Uh-oh. ways down Uh-oh. there. Maybe Uh-oh. she didn't play. Uh, I don't see her down there. <laughs> no, I don't see her. She's a long way down there. Maybe nice she'll make an appearance in the second half. That's right. And very quickly here on the Champions Tour, we made history, didn't we, Sean? We did. Yes. Uh, JD, the first tie winner on the pga tour champions wow so pretty cool what do you think bc <laughs> well when we come back we need to break about that aj <laughs> newell the assistant coach at the university of michigan's uh women's golf program will be joining us pretty cool the epson tour ann arbor's road to the lpga as at travis point country club We'll be talking to AJ, AJ Newell about that when we come back. Spin on golf here on 760 WJR. Well, only seven weeks away from this uh, wonderful tournament in our backyard. There's another wonderful tournament happening in our backyard. 
Do you hear that Radio Pro segue? I was actually kind of proud of myself. Nicely but done. Uh, kindly joining us uh, right now. Um, there are a hundred ways to introduce this person. How about assistant coach with the University of Michigan's women's golf program uh, under head coach uh, Jan Dowling and AJ Newell. Congratulations on your Wolverines. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the first Big Ten title in program history is that is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. They had a great year. It was super fun. We're we're really lucky to have a good group of hardworking girls, and you know, very happy to see them be successful on the golf course this year. Well, that is outstanding. And uh, another thing that's outstanding, as I mentioned, um, how about this? The Epson Tour. Ann Arbor's road to the LPGA is going to be at Travis Point Country Club, and you are going to be playing. What an exciting time for you. Congratulations, and it is, obviously it is. good luck, but tell us about the event. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, Epson Tour Road to the LPGA. Um, it's really the LPGA's future stars are going to be here playing. I played quite a few years back when it was the Symmetra Tour, and the girls I played with are now on the LPGA, not only on it, but they're winning, and they're winning majors. So it's a great opportunity for the people of Ann Arbor to come out and watch you know, these girls that they're going to see on TV in the next few years. And the unique thing about the Epson Tour is there's – not a ton of ropes. They don't keep you super far away from the pros. So it really is a great inside the ropes experience. And we're super excited to be here in Ann Arbor competing this week. You know, a pretty cool thing as well. You can't beat the price. It's free. Go out there. A DTE made this happen. Go out there and, and see some great golf. You know, one of the things we were talking about uh, off the air, as a matter of fact, is um, doing whatever we can, AJ, to promote the game. And this is a great opportunity in our own backyard for people to enjoy some fantastic golf. Absolutely. It's a great day to bring your family, bring your kids out and just get them up and close and personal. These girls are so happy to have any fans coming out to watch them. I guarantee you, you'll get a second of someone's time and they'll always stop and sign autographs or take photos, whatever you'd like. So it really is a great chance to get out. It's a Free, easy, cheap day to go out and watch some golf. We're going to have some beautiful weather, so I'd encourage anyone who can to go out. Uh, practice on the 13th and 14th. There is a Pro-Am on June 15th, and then the 54-hole championship the 16th through the 18th. Kindly joining us once again, A.J. Newell. A.J., you are telling us uh, off the air. I hope I don't embarrass you by bringing <laughs> this up. But you haven't played in a tournament, what, in about two and a half years? It's been exactly two and a half years since I've played a competitive round of golf. So I'm very, very excited to be teeing up this week. I certainly felt like my competitive years were over with, but it's exciting for me to get this opportunity to play a few more events this summer. And I'm just so, so thrilled to be teeing it up this week. Yeah, I was going to ask, is, is it nerves? Is it excitement? Is it a combination of a bunch of things that, that, you know, you've got that smile right now that's kind of <laughs> frightening me. I don't want to go on the course with you, but all jokes aside, what, what, what are you feeling? Is, is it more jacked up or is, are the nerves kind of kicking in a little bit? 
I'm a little nervous. I definitely started organizing some things today, which usually happens when I'm getting nervous for a tournament. But honestly, I'm just so, so excited. It's been so long since I've gotten the chance to do this. And I'm really, I'm honestly looking forward to those first tea jitters. It's been so long since I've felt them and competing has always meant the world to me. I absolutely love it. And, you know, while I've watched more golf than I've played this spring, you know, I've learned a lot, a lot by watching our team. And I feel like I'm about as ready as I can be for this event. Uh, once again, it's the Epson Tour, Ann Arbor's road to the LPGA at Travis Point Country Club. Uh, go out there, support the game, uh, watch some fantastic golf. Once again, practice on the 13th and 14th, the Pro-Am on the 15th, and then the 54-hole championship the 16th through the 18th. A field of 156, AJ. I mean, for the benefit of people out there, uh, most tournaments have a field of 144. This is going to be 156. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a big field. We're lucky that we have a lot of sunlight here up in Michigan in the summer, but quite a big field. So a lot of good opportunity for people to come out and watch some really good golf. And yeah, it's going to be awesome. I got out today and played nine holes out there and the course is just in absolutely fantastic shape. So they've done a great job getting ready for it. And I'm sure it's just going to keep getting better as the week goes on. You know, one of the things that we've talked about on this show is is finding a way to bridge the gap between the men's side and the women's side. And Liv comes in and they're throwing money around. And I'll tell you point blank, I hope they start throwing money your way. Uh, and, and to that, I say the LPGA. But talk a little bit uh, about this Epson Tour. You are familiar with it. Uh, of course, formerly the Symmetra Tour. Mm -hmm. It's got to be difficult for some of the players to keep grinding it out, huh? It is. It absolutely is. It's, you know, we talk about how the LPGA isn't making enough money, and I sincerely don't think those ladies are. And you look at the Epson Tour, which is their developmental tour, and, you know, some of these girls, you can be in the top 20 on the money list. You can maybe get your LPGA card by being the top 10 at the end of the year, and you're still not making enough money to cover your expenses. So these girls out there are doing it because they love it, and, you know, they see their future in it. So no one works harder than they do. They're all carpooling to get to the tournaments together. They're staying in host housing, which lucky enough, you know, I think they've been pretty successful finding host families here in Ann Arbor. But, you know, they're, we, we talk a lot about the journeymen on the PGA Tour who've been around forever and finally get a win. But the same exact thing is happening on the ladies' side. And these girls work so, so hard and they do it you know, generally losing money each year. They just do it because they love it. So it's, you know, they care about it a lot and it means the world to them when people come out and watch and support them. Now in its 42nd year, the Epson uh, is going to be at Travis Point Country Club. Got to be pretty exciting for you. Uh, you have a few people I'm sure that you know, but one that played for the University of Michigan. I think I would be remiss and if I didn't let you talk about that and how what an interesting scenario that must be for the both of you. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. Ashley Lau getting a well-deserved sponsor invite this week. She's a fantastic player and even better person. And this is just going to be such 
a great opportunity for her to compare her game against the pros. And I think she's going to be surprised by how good it is and how close she is to being ready to play professionally. And, you know, it's going to teach her a lot about her game and show her what she needs to work on to be ready for it. And also give her a little bit of a taste of like what it feels like just to be on tour and what it feels like to tee it up in a professional event, which certainly by the time you turn pro, there's a few different pressures on you, but it's just going to be a great experience for her. Um, I'm so excited to be playing in the same tournament as her, you know, a little bit nervous, of course, because um, sure, she's going to play a lot better than me, but it's just going to be so fun. And I'm just so, so excited for her. She's such a great person. She's been an absolute joy to coach and she just really deserves this week. Well, I think our own Jordan Young would throw his nine iron at me if I didn't mention that there's going to be an Eastern Michigan Eagle playing as well. So there you go, Jordan. I mentioned the <laughs> Eagles, so you, you you won't yell at me. Of course, Jordan played for the Eagles. Uh, AJ, is there anything else you want to throw in there and talk up this event? Because it, it, I think it's great for the game of golf. I you know Not only do I wish you success, but I wish all the ladies success. And the one thing we all have in common is a love for this game and wanting to promote this game. So I'm going to lob a softball to you and you go ahead and crush it. Yeah. You know, I think if you're a local family or you have kids or some young daughters, I would absolutely try to get them out to watch at some point this week. I remember when I was a kid and I went and I watched my first LPGA event in Orlando and I watched Brittany Lincecum walk down the fairway. And I remember saying to myself, this is what I want to do. And you know, probably about 10 years later, I was playing in a practice round on the LPGA tour with Brittany Lincecum, all because I'd seen her play when I was a little kid. So if you have kids, if you have daughters, and you're thinking about coming out and watching this week, absolutely do it. You never know how that could influence her or how that could change her life. So definitely try to do that. That is awesome. Travis Point Country Club, June 13th through the 18th, Thursday, first round tea time, 730 Last tea time is 2 o'clock. Hey, they even have great things for the fans. A hole-in-one contest that is hosted by the orthopedic specialists. Uh, PC Ann Arbor, Michigan will be held on Saturday. And did we mention great golf and the great price? It is free. Compliments of our friends at DTE. AJ, I wish you all the best. Congratulations on a great season at Michigan, and uh, good luck in this and, and beyond. We're all going to be keeping an eye on it, and I'm sure we'll catch up again. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. A AJ Newell kindly joining us here. Once again, hey, Mike, this is great. Fantastic. Is great. In our own backyard. Awesome. Jordan, I got the Eastern thing in there. I thought you'd be a little happy. At least give me a smile that I got to mention. No, that was good. You know, I'm I'm – I'm up north, and I'm running on low power, so I didn't want to, you know, use up too much time. But, uh, yeah, you know, Jan is the head coach, too. Jan, she's a fellow Canadian, so that's good. So I hope the girls play well. It's a great event. Congrats to Mike Malik and the Ann Arbor Sports Commission putting it on. Uh, I hope they do well. And, uh, you know, it's a great venue, great facility. It uh, should be a great week for them. Outstanding. Really looking forward to it. Uh, no doubt about it. I'm sure that's one of the things we'll be touching on next week. One more segment to go. We think we'll catch back up with BC. We think Jordan Young will be around. I know Mike Fay and I will be here at the DGC, the home of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Can't say enough or give enough thanks to our friends at Rocket Mortgage for making this happen. Thank you. Thank you very much. It is Spin on Golf on 760 WJR.
Oh, it's always an adventure. And, you know, as I mentioned, we're seven weeks away from the Rocket Mortgage Classic here at the beautiful DGC. Uh, fun show the last couple of years uh, doing those two-hour shows to celebrate uh, whoever the winner will be here uh, at this uh, beautiful course. And as always, we really, really thank the great folks at Rocket Mortgage Classic, uh, not only for the tournament, but to the great folks at Rocket Mortgage for making this show possible. So I didn't even ask if we have a POW. Maybe we'll get to that in just a second because Mike Faye. Yeah. <laughs> you knew it. As we as we look forward, you think I came back on in a car for nothing. <laughs> as as we as we look forward to next week, uh, and all eyes will be on well where BC and James Pyatt are at out there in Massachusetts. We got some odds, boys. Some U.S. Open odds. Mike Ooh, Faye, nice. Yes, uh, Scheffler twelve to one. Rom twelve to one. McElroy fourteen to one, Justin Thomas fourteen to one, Malakara uh, is sixteen to one, Dustin Johnson sixteen to one, Cameron Smith eighteen to one, Xander Shoffley eighteen to one, Brooks Kepka eighteen to one. Kepka, where's he been? The top ten. Yeah, right. I don't. Don't know. worry about Kepka. Will Zalatoris twenty eight to one. Ooh. That's my guy, Zalatoris. I was right just there. wow. Tony yes. Finau thirty five to one. Maybe. I've said it for three years. Eventually, he has to break through, right? I mean, it's no, got to okay. happen sometime, right? I kept saying about my English guy, too. Good luck with that one. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm not saying the U.S. Open with that. That's for sure. You know, Sean, What's up to you guys? There's only one expert on this show, and it's supposed to be you, Sean. So, come no, on. Don't not, keep picking yeah, the heaven, same guy. <laughs> heavens no. It's just... Yeah, and then I'll tell everybody like when he does win. Uh, it's, see, I told you after uh, that's the way. Who do you, who jumps out to you guys? So, Sal Torres. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever his name is. Justin Rose. He just played really good, right? He did. What about James Pyatt? Because I'm picking James Pyatt. Let's see here. Yeah. So here's a James Pyatt. James Pyatt. Story. So hey, James. I've, got, <laughs> I've got five kids on the range yesterday, and you know they're a little squirrely and. So far, I figured I would change gears a little bit. I said, look it, guys. You guys like golf? Yeah, love golf. Great. Okay. I kind of think they're lying, but not sure. I go, who's your favorite golfer? First kid goes, James Pyatt. Oh, isn't that great? And I, and his dad's his dad's hitting balls like four guys down. And then the other guy goes, yeah, James Pyatt. I go, attaboy. The other guy goes, Tiger. I go, who's Tiger? Yeah, <laughs> right? I go, and then they're they're chirping down there. That a boy, you know your golf. <laughs> Glenn's yelling at him. I'm like, perfect. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> now we're yeah. we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward. It was to kind it. of funny watching James' uh, dad hit balls yesterday. I haven't seen him out there in a while, and it was it was kind of neat watching James come in with his dad. And <clears throat> Glenn, some of his comments. What a what a beauty. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're looking forward to it. We'll be talking about that, of course, Father's Day weekend. Uh, keeping an eye on what's happening out there in Massachusetts for the U.S. Open. So, um, yeah, you know what, boy, Rory's got it going on right now, right? It's got a little bit, reason. a little bit. Fourteen to one. <laughs> it's hard numbers, to pick some of those hey, numbers. So, listen, we had a little punk of the week powwow yesterday. Yeah. I think in I the. In the hallway, which we usually never do, like 
when we're at work, we usually don't talk to each other too much because we're busy teaching. But we had a little punk of the week talk there, and I think BC might have let it out before the show. Let me tell you what this this guy Chamblee, this <laughs> guy, whatever, whatever, just put a sock <laughs> in it, dude, a big sock, and then someone get a plunger and just keep. <laughs> Opposite of pulling it out, shove it in, shove it in, shove it in, shut up. And then my second POW is now Justin Thomas. He is the punk of the week every what happened, week. What happened now? Nothing. He's my punk of the week. <laughs> For no reason. He's, he's no my reason. punk of the week. I mean, I, I I don't know how to describe what I how I feel about it. Nah, it wouldn't go too well with uh whoever's on the buttons back at jr so i just you know what justin thomas let's just leave it at that okay (laughs) i think we're gonna have a pretty easy we might have to have like a nominations for the weeks coming up because there's gonna be a lot of them there's gonna be a lot of attitudes and opinions and comments going about these golf tournaments in the next two to three weeks so we might have to have nominees and then have like the actual punk of the week they might have to do a straw vote it is amazing how overly dramatic some people have gotten in a short amount of time. And I'll just leave it at that. Angry. Just, yeah. Angry, yeah, angry, angry and right? overly dramatic. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> Jordan, anybody for you? No, I'm just a spectator this week. All right. <laughs> yeah. So what do you got going on, Jordan? Tell us about what's happening up in uh, Traverse City. I know I'll be up there on Wednesday with the Paul W. Smith show, but what do you got going on? Yeah, I saw Paul W. tonight. I saw Tony tonight. And, uh, you know, afternoon tea time. So I'm going to stay at uh, Spider Lake at Mr. Grabowski's place. And uh, should be a nice few days. Be back to work. I don't know. Sometime. BC, good luck to our favorite golfer, James Pyatt. Please give him our best. Uh, I'll there he is, right there. His way. Uh, there's James. We'll throw go green his way. And all the best to James. And you guys have a blast out there, huh, BC? Will do. Yep. Mike Faye, you try to stay cool this week. I yes. know you have long hours this week. We discussed it. It's not good fat guy <laughs> kind of weather. It is not. There's no, no. doubt about that. You Who's your pick, Sean? Who's your pick? Come on. Who you got? I'm going to go with Rory. I'm going to be boring and go oh, with Rory. Uh, for our buddies, uh, Jason Fistler, Mike Parsons, and Nick Roddy, special shout-out to Jeff Marcero, and thanks to Rocket Mortgage. Thanks for joining us here. Spin on Golf 760 WJR.